0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings
1: from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
0: I thought the Giants would beat the spread. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. That includes Jessica Mendoza at nine ten a.m. Eastern to preview the AL wild card and tell us who will be the next manager of the Mets. Just what I needed tonight to lose all this sleep watching the Yankees and the Red Sox and also, like...
2: It'll be over in the third inning, Have indigestion, and
0: that's if the Yankees win. I have indigestion, you yeah, know, it'll like be if they over,
2: lose. A- it'll be over in the third
0: inning. Don't worry about it, Max. Mike Tannenbaum giving the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We're going to get Mike's report cards for rookie coaches and quarterbacks, including Ooh. Robert Sala and Zach Wilson. But first, uh, good morning, Mike.
3: Good morning, Joe. Where, where's Bucky Dent? I'm a Boston guy. I grew up. I have a few words for Bucky Dent. <sighs> Boston guy. Is that the playing guy?
2: Mm-hmm. Bucky Dent. <laughs> he was the guy that cheated. Uh, I back. know. I, yes, I'm, yes, I'm yes, messing yes. It with no, Max. There's
3: no cheating.
0: Yeah. See, key. What happened was the Red Sox were 14 and a half games up on the Yankees in the middle of the summer, and then the Yankees came all the way back on them, tied them, and beat them on the 163rd game of the season, and won the World Series to go back to back. That's right. That's what happened.
2: Well, the Dodgers will
3: be going back to back this year, so that's not. A big They're going to be hard
2: to beat. We'll see. Yeah. Mike, your biggest
0: takeaway from the Chargers win last night
3: yeah I just tweeted about it according to our own ESPN stats do you guys see what Justin Herbert did to the running backs and tight ends he was perfect last night and when you factor in when he could get Eckler and Jared Cook involved in the passing game they're gonna be unstoppable because when you have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams there's nobody there is nobody in the NFL including Carolina Dallas that can match up You could take away their first target. You can take away the second. You get Eckler and Cook involved in that passing game. I believe what we saw last week in Arrowhead was almost like passing of the torch. I think the Chargers are the best team in the AFC West. I think they have a real chance to go to the Super Bowl this year at home because I don't see how Kansas City in a playoff game can defend the Charger offense.
2: Can, Can you do me a favor, Mike? Can you stop listening to me? (laughs) When I talk about the Chargers and the trees that they have. I explained this probably 30 minutes ago, He loves tall receivers. I I just said, when you have trees that are that big and that good, it's hard to – you don't have – them dudes 6'4", 6'3", 6'5", and the DB average size is about
3: 5'10". You, you you can't you just there's nothing you can do with that. You got a
0: little yeah. back that could hide behind the line there's and nothing stuff. Nothing you can
3: yeah. do with and, that. And Eckler again, he was 16 for six, 16 of 18 for 166 and three passing touchdowns to the running backs and tight ends. I'm just telling you, like when you're building a defense, guys, that becomes almost indefensible. And we're not even talking about Herbert's athleticism. So if that young offensive line, Rashawn Slater at left tackle, if they can play average. I think this Charger offense is really, really hard Wh- to stop. Why does
2: he look so poised, in calm? He he just he looks like a young Drew Bledsoe to me. Early yeah. stages, Boston, New England Patriots, Super Bowl Drew Bledsoe, not
3: Drew Bledsoe Buffalo or Drew Bledsoe Dallas. That early stage Drew Bledsoe. Yo, Key, let's go back to a guy that we both revere, Coach Parcells. He always said, "Hey, I want to take quarterbacks out of college." 30 or more starts, they just don't put those guys out anymore. And Justin Herbert was a guy that played a lot of football at Oregon, and to your point like he's hitting the ground running because he's played a lot of football. And guys like Tua and some of these other young guys, their grades of incomplete, they just haven't played a lot of ball. Justin Herbert's really smart. He can process fast, but he's more experienced than a lot of these other. Trey races. Lance,
0: Haskins, all these
3: guys Trey Lance look good for a
4: second, right? Yep.
3: Yeah, he played. Trey Lance played one game last year. How do we expect him to come in and play against the varsity and look great? It's going to take him a minute. I,
4: I agree with you. I, they're, they're, they're the best team in the AFC West. Are they the best team in the AFC? Because I think we just discount the Buffalo Bills and how talented they are.
3: Well, they just you know they had a bye. They played the Texans, so. <laughs> But we'll, do, we'll know a lot more next week because they play the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, again, Kansas City's fatal flaw is, like, how are they going to get off the field? Like, the Philadelphia went up and down the field against them last week.
0: Like, that- isn't it the same every year, though, with Kansas City? They start, their defense looks awful. And by the time the playoffs rolls around, they're bend but don't break, right? Like, they seem to play better defense, at least to my mind, since, let's say, 2018. The course of the
2: season, they get better and better but defensively. Eventually, but eventually you're going to get bit. And yep. you eventually get bit when you keep playing that way. You can't keep sticking your hand in the water, playing around, thinking nothing's down there. And that's what Kansas City's doing. Well, oh, they're probably going to – be. it's a good chance
0: they're two and three, but then I think, like, they might win eight straight. You know, like, they're that kind of team. Um, you, The Chargers clearly are well-balanced. Both sides of the ball, they have playmakers, Mike.
3: Yeah, and when you look at their defense, guys, all three levels to me, like, Derwin James is a very underrated player. He's the quarterback of that defense. And if he's healthy and he can get through the season, he could go erase Travis Kelsey, which is hard to do. But when we started talking about matchups, look, they got Joey Bosa, they got some other young defensive linemen. But to me, Derwin James is a difference maker for them. And I just think they're a more complete team than the Chiefs. Like, yeah, I think they, the Chiefs could score on, everybody, on anybody. But I think when we talk about this game later in the week, this Chief-Bills game, I don't see how the Chiefs are going to slow down that Bill offense. No well, it's, it's going to be a
4: great test for the Chargers too, considering their next opponent of the Browns, especially with the way the the Browns pounded on the ground with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. No yeah, doubt. There. No, no one You're else going, want you going to th- the game.
0: Key, I want oh. to he- I want to hear from you and Mike about this, and Jay also, obviously. I, like Josh Allen's an excellent quarterback, obviously an excellent quarterback. You like Derek Carr a lot, Key. He's played hey, very well this year. I did. Yeah, Jeez. he threw the pick late. <laughs> but guys, when I look at Justin Herbert, like, Key, we talk about this on this show sometimes. You know, what? who's your top five? Who's your top ten? Sometimes there's not five or ten. That's arbitrary just because they're round numbers. Yeah. Sometimes there are four dudes and then a little drop-off. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Herbert has talent yes. that could put him in tier one with guys like Mahomes and yeah. Rodgers. They
2: They've done it a little bit longer. Right, Rodgers has done it longer than Mahomes. Mahomes hit pay dirt early, so he goes up there with Rodgers. Brady is up there because Brady's the best to ever do it, and everybody passed on him. He's won championships, and he's Brady. So he goes in that bucket. And then there's just a bunch of other guys that, like if I was picking, and, and Mike was working with me, and he was my general manager, and I'm sitting there, and there's a board, and we're sitting at six, and we're looking at a quarterback, and all of a sudden we trade down because there's Dak Prescott, there's Josh Allen, there's Justin Herbert, there's Kyler Murray, there's Carr, and then those guys go on a run, and we're stuck with Justin Herbert. We're still high-fiving. If we stuck with Dak Prescott, we're I high-fiving. I just think of
0: everyone you mentioned, Mike, to me, of everyone he just mentioned, and some fantastic quarterbacks. Kyler Murray's a favorite to win MVP. Obviously, Dak's excellent. I think Herbert has the most upside as a See pure him. talent.
3: Yeah, so shameless plug here, every Wednesday morning on <laughs> ESPN.com, I have to rank all quarterbacks. So we're doing my homework for tonight, and I appreciate it. But to Key's point, you could take the best eight quarterbacks in the game right now, and I have to do this every Tuesday night, and you could shake them up, and I can make an argument. Kyle Murray is the best. You can make an argument. Yeah. Like the way Dak's playing right now, the top seven or eight Lamar this year? Yeah, Lamar Lamar played unbelievable yeah. against Denver. I mean, that's a great example, of backs. So if Coach Belichick was here, he would always say, if we're going to lose, our opponent's going to be us left-handed. Vic Fangio said, hey, Lamar, I'm going to keep you in the pocket. And Lamar... Stay in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Hit a couple of home runs to Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown had a terrible game against Detroit. To his credit, came back. But yeah, about the, to Key's point, the top eight quarterbacks to me are interchangeable. Yeah, and after that, it falls off a cliff. And that's why I, I don't see Cleveland making a long run into, in, deep in the playoffs because there's too many of the talented quarterbacks right now. When you think about Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Herbert in the AFC and the NFC, like take your pick: Rodgers, Brady, Dak, like you, the Murray, way, Kyler, yeah, maybe Stafford gets back going.
4: Mike I wanted to ask you related to Denver what did you think about Mike Fangio's comments uh to Jim Harbaugh just about you know them running that 5 yard played in to kind of keep that record going for you know multiple games for 100 plus yards you know Jay
3: will as a former player i'm sure you can relate to this from this standpoint i think Vic was talking to his locker room like i got your back and it's about you know player health and safety and you know John Harbaugh to me he, he you know those guys just don't care and it was interesting. He goes, you know, because Vic worked for, for uh, Coach Harbaugh in Baltimore a number of years ago, and he's like, hey, maybe it's not important to him, but it's important to us. But I think the challenge for Coach Harbaugh is, what happens if somebody got hurt on those plays? And, you know, there's such an emphasis on player health and safety. Nobody knows that more than Baltimore. They have probably more injuries than anybody. Nobody's getting hurt on that, though, Mike. You know and I know. They, they're
2: running. They're sealing off the left-hand side. They're not even chasing. Denver's not even chasing <laughs> They're like, eh.
0: Also, why is that Fangio's business?
2: Well, he used to work for Harbaugh. No, no, but so, what I'm saying is, Wait, but wait. He used to work for Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah. So imagine what has gone on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. no longer works yeah, yeah. for Harbaugh. <laughs> That's a good point. So good when point. Mike brought that up, I, I was trying to, in my mind, think about where they ran in each other at. He worked for him before. You know, I hate to do this because it's a little bit off topic, but
0: we were talking about the quarterbacks in the league, and we haven't gone over this game a lot Joe Burrow has not only was he – he's never like somehow in that conversation, but he's doing things now. He has his team at 3-1. and Uh, It's Cincinnati. Mm. That makes it more impressive to me. He has Cincinnati at 3-1. and
3: Yeah, and he is quick-minded. He gets rid of the ball well, but my concern for him is he built to last. And I take no pride in saying this, but you you go back a year ago, a few of us predicted that he was going to get hurt. Bad offensive line, and they were throwing the ball way too much. He's come back to his credit. I just don't know if he has – a sustainable bodybuilder, and oh, he doesn't have great athleticism, and that, to me, he's not a grown man like some of these other guys. I,
2: I've been around these type of dudes too long, man. <laughs> For real, though, because <laughs> no, it's true. his body, you know how you see me in the chair messing around? Yeah. It's just that, that this, it doesn't look – Herbert looks. Yeah. He just looks strong. His, his everything just looks good. <laughs> Joe Burrow just looked he, looked. he almost looks like, to me – He could fold at any moment with a good hit and a good shot. Opposed to Herbert, who's strong and... Stands up tall in the pocket.
3: Key, you know who else is like that? I was at the first practice for Justin Fields at Ohio State, and he goes right by me, and I'm like... I'm looking at Cam Newton. I'm like, what did how, I say? How in the world did he not start at Georgia? Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, you look at Roethlisberger. You look at Cam Newton. They are grown men. This is the varsity. Like Justin Fields looks like the varsity. Joe Burrow doesn't look like. And the varsity.
2: I go the first thing my eyeballs go to is the Cavs.
3: Right. All athletes look at the Cavs. All athletes look at the Cavs.
2: Look, look like. Yeah, I know. All <laughs> athletes <laughs> look at the Cavs. It's a <laughs> fact. I got to go to the Cavs whenever Justin Fields is warming up in training camp. First thing I used to tell Han when I was uh, working with us for a little bit Alan there, I'd say, I'd say, he just looks right. Yeah, he but just I looks think that looks right. I think that has... I think Burrow,
0: that thing you're talking about, whatever it is, has people underrating the dude. But,
3: but, right, right, but Max, let me say this. If we owned an NFL team and ran one, we don't want a team of exceptions. If we were going to have an exception, it'd look like Kyla Murray because he yes. has world-class mm-hmm. athleticism. When If we were building a team for the next 10 years... I'll tell. You, take Justin Herbert. Play the Justin. odds. Yeah, play exactly. the percentages. You, like to, in your world, let's take the heavyweight. Why would you take a middleweight like Joe Burrow or two? Or guys that aren't built to last. And when you take an exception like Kyler Murray, he's a he may he's be the best be real, athlete yes. on the planet right now. Like you know, you could really make an argument. Like guy was a world class baseball player, and he may be the MVP of the league. And okay. you
2: look at certain guys, and you go, "Well, that guy's really good." Yeah, that's true. But you can't have too many of those. Because right. that guy, he's not going to hold and, up. And, and
0: if, he does, if he does beat the odds, he will have beaten the odds. You're not going to get rich trying to take million to one shots, right? Okay, let's get your rookie report cards uh, and start with the coach on Monday Night Football, uh, Mike. What grade do you give the Chargers' Brandon Staley
3: through week, through week four, Mike Teneman? I'm giving him an A-minus. I think the game hasn't been too big. He had a great game plan against uh, Kansas City. The only thing you could quibble is, should they have taken a knee and kicked a field goal in the last play of the game? But beyond that, he's been aces so far. Okay. Robert Sala. I'm giving him a C plus. I think they can manage Zach Wilson a lot more. I think they're throwing it way too much. Um, I think he's brings energy and a positiveness, but I'm encouraged, but we have a ways to go.
2: Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I think Mike is right about this. Robert Sala a great coach, ways to go. I'm still a little concerned about long-term head coaching ability because I just don't know. I don't know, and we'll see what happens over the course of the season.
4: Can we just celebrate a good win for the Jets? Like, can we just be happy instead of coming out? It's New York, Jay. Will
3: I understand?
4: Just, let's understand. We're talking about the Jets. Like, let's give him a just for the performance he had in their last game. Never no way! They they tried,
5: tried, no. No. Giants fan. Sorry, Jay. I got to jump in here. No way they get an A. They tried to give that game away
0: so
2: oh, many geez. times. Typical Jets. You yeah, won. Jets. You go Jets. Exactly. Be happy.
0: No Jets fan. There you go. That's a real Jets fan right there. You know, never happy. Uh, speaking of the Jets, Zach Wilson, Mike Tannenbaum, What grade do you give him?
3: Uh, B minus. I think right now he's a three point shooter, and he needs to hit the layups, like hit the ball in the flat, like make first downs, like make first downs, not touchdowns. Don't fall in love with these splash plays. Do the fundamentals right, and you have a great future.
2: And and I agree with Mike on this. When you're playing out in the Mountain West Conference or WAC or whatever it's called out there, you're taking <laughs> shots and that's what he's been doing in the national football league eventually that's going to come back and bite you so he's got to figure out how to play the short game and not try and play the long game he doesn't have the BYU offensive line against less you know second third tier defense you like 30 year
4: old tackles going against 17 year old <laughs> high school kids i'm with Mike T on the grade but damn the kids showed some guts though. So. i mean some of the, some of the, some of the passes he threw were were gutsy passes so a lot of bad sometimes comes with the good and vice versa but it's he still shows promise.
0: Yeah, what people see about Mahomes and Rodgers is the, the splash plays. But what you also have to recognize is they are who they are because they don't turn the ball over and they move the chains. And Zach Wilson turns it over. Mac Jones.
3: Mac Jones, to me, I thought he was the big winner. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm going to give him an A minus. He was the big winner Sunday night. We came in talking about Belichick and Brady. If I'm the Patriots, I think I found my quarterback. We're not talking about him as a rookie. Like he went out there and he competed and. I, you know, Coach Belichick said after the game, hey, we weren't good on third down. But that fourth and three, like, what would have happened if they went for it? I thought he played really well. They I, should have gone for it. I
2: think, I think when you look at it, I give him a B. I thought he played solid. I, don't, I didn't like some of his mechanics. They just kind of scared me. It looked like to me he was herky-jerky at times and a little nervous, which is fine. Mm-hmm. He's young, and this is a big atmosphere, rain coming down, all that. But a lot of times, if you really study him and watch him, he wasn't setting his feet. And he looked like he was at times He doesn't look like Justin Herbert, tall and proud in the pocket, right? He just didn't. Even even on the touchdown pass to the (laughs) tight end over the middle, the first thing he did was got the ball through it. It was like – Can I ask you guys a question?
3: What do you think Kyle Shanahan was saying Sunday night at home watching that game? Nothing. I wish these guys wouldn't have talked me out of Mac Jones.
2: Nah, (laughs) I I don't think think so.
3: I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't
2: think he was ever going to take Mac Jones. I don't think he was ever going to do that. Trey Lance, you don't go, as, a, as an executive, you've been in this position, Mike. You're not trading up to the three spot to not take a quarterback that you, uh, essentially, everybody said you traded up to get after a week of watching somebody in shorts, and then all of a sudden you say, you know what? No, I just traded up all the way to three when I could have sat somewhere where I was at already and picked the same you're guy. You're praying,
4: you're saying, Trey Lance, you better work out.
3: Yeah, You yeah, better exactly. work out. It's a little bit like the Jets now. Like, as good as Zach Wilson is, they're keeping one eye on Sam Darnold.
4: All, all I'm saying is, I, I know, Key, you get into the details of defeat not being set. But, damn, I mean, we're talking about a Super Bowl-type environment intensity yeah. in this game when Tom Brady comes back to Coach Belichick, and you are now the quarterback that people are comparing to the greatest quarterback of all you gotta time. He
2: got a beat from me, man. What the hell else you want? I
4: This. <laughs>
0: I don't know why that people can't follow the plan. Trey Lance was seen as a long-term project, maybe the highest upside, but also the least experienced. We're a couple weeks into the
2: new season, and everyone's like, oh, but, i I'm supposed and to And Trey it. Lance didn't look bad in mop-up duty. He looked
3: fine It's supposed to, me. to be like a, a couple of years to develop a guy. Right, but all I'm saying is you have a great team right now, and you know Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt a lot. And I, and I love Trey Lance. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, I'd But be let curious. me ask you
2: this, though, Mike. Do they? Do they have a great team?
3: You know, that's fair. I thought their defense would have held Seattle more than it did. That's fair. Their defense has been. Meyer. This is the big one. Yeah, so it's a D minus. And look, guys, just to take you behind the curtain, there is a rhythm in the NFL. I have no problem if you want to go out and all that. Like, that's not up to me to say. But what I can tell you with two decades of experience, travel with your team, there is a rhythm to things. You have 24 hours to do an autopsy, good or bad. Set your roster, look at injuries, and say, okay, Thursday night, long season, take three days off. But not to go back with your team, to me, is wrong. The optics are awful. And not to just come out and say, hey, I screwed up, to try to justify it. I was really disappointed in that.
2: Yeah, see, Mike, I've been on teams, obviously, and you've been in these situations, too. We play on a Sunday, we leave right after the game. If there's holdover, we'll leave Monday. It's not, okay, if you want to stay... Everybody will stay on Monday. Bus leaves at 10. Our flight leaves at 12. Be your ass on the bus so we can get out of here because we're going to stay over an extra night because whatever the reasons are. Urban Meyer, for whatever reason, thought he was in college football calling games again because he decided to let the team go. Like you said, an autopsy. The first thing I was thinking is when you get back to the facility on Sunday night, as bad as y'all are, you need to be in there breaking down film and trying to figure out how to win a damn game. Not at a club getting
3: it in. Right. And, and, and the speech he's giving his players is make good decisions. We're building right. like all the things he said. He, it eviscerates his own credibility. Unbelievable.
0: Yeah. yeah. Although I will say this every week. They look a little better to me. Like the they, they, they happen they to like you, you got to give the devil his due. They they competed. That's You're fine. Like, you know, I think
4: they made a lot. I, I think he, he made a mistake. I don't think that mistake is a fireable. offense.
2: <laughs> no, so, no one wants not to a, fire. It,
4: some people do. Well, I mean some yeah. people think he should be fired. I don't oh, be fired. I, I'm just not sitting up here on like a, a moral righteous like throne saying, Hey, the way you treat like what you do as your employer, what you do in your own house, that is your business. As long as it does not affect But to Paul my Feinbaum's team. point earlier doesn't it
0: feel like this is heading in in that direction? And so some people might think, you know what? Why not take
4: care of that? Just Let's let's get it out Regardless of whether it feels like it's heading in that direction, I I need to see it. Yeah, It needs to happen. I hear you. Like you are here to win games and to show progress with your football team. I agree with your point, Mike. Every great coach I've been around has always dissected the game right after the game. You go back to the facilities. You break down tape. You get Trevor Lawrence in there. The only way I was playing Devil's Advocate a little bit, it's a long week until your next game, right? Play a Thursday night game. You're off Friday. Once again, not making excuses for it. I just, you but know, Chase, when people want to go back and say, hey, here's the body of work. Chris Doyle, okay, poor decision. He got him out of there. Tim Tebow, oh, he brought him as a tight end. He has no business being a tight end. Okay, cut him. And this team has shown progress to a degree. That's all I want to say.
2: I, I think they have shown a little bit of progress, but in the end, Long weekend, no weekend, whatever the case is. I've been around four head coaches in National Football League. Actually, five, well, I don't count Richie Cotite, but anyway. <laughs> uh, Bill Parcells, Tony Dungy, John Gruden, and Foxy. And none of them did not decide to get on the plane. So you, you, named,
0: you named four pretty good coaches. They all got on planes. Keyshawn J. J. Will and Max now, presented. Us as
2: players... It's a different story. Different story. <laughs> Keyshawn
0: J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. We are brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. And one NFL GM has a franchise changing decision. A franchise changing decision to make. And Mike tells us what he should do next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, SiriusXM XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast.
5: all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike.
1: It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. Types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks. slash morning and use code Morning for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. That's PrizePicks. slash morning. Code Morning for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. Prize Picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. Two
0: weeks ago, Mike Tannenbaum said Big Ben was done after two more poor performances out of the Steelers mm. were. Mm. Taking it a step further, here is what our very own Dan Orlovsky said yesterday right here on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max.
5: Mike Tomlin has got to make the difficult decision to move on from Ben Roethlisberger. That's the time. end of the season. No, I would say now.
2: Can't do it now.
5: No. All right, here's my question. Just, I think two, it's just, game, two games that, before they get into bro, their, their bye week. Two, bro, two games bro, before their bye week. Bro, they're one and three. I know, but I can't do it. But, but, that, but you get paid to do a lot. To make tough decisions, yeah, like tell me that, why not doing it?
2: Because I don't have nothing behind
5: me. We don't think, we don't I know. know I'm, though I'm in the building. So, but they did it to Eli a couple years ago. Tough
2: decision. But that Dude, key, there they the, drafted that for Eli, and, and, right? And I get that, no doubt. Yeah, they got caught
0: with their pants down. What's the succession plan?
2: Why did we mention Giants?
5: But they're they're a blocked punt away from being zero and four. I get it. Mm-hmm. In the they have the worst offense in the NFL the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, I understand. And the offensive lines, they're not good. But they weren't atrocious yesterday. The Packers don't have a great rush. Ben still won't throw the ball downfield.
0: Mike, what do you think about what Dan Orlovsky had to say?
3: I'm glad that Dan's finally listening to me. I've been saying since March. I said Pittsburgh was going to be bad this year and worse next year. And I have a lot of respect for the Rooney family, but they made the same mistake I made a few times. Like They rewarded loyalty and not performance. He, They should have moved on. When they didn't bring back Alejandro Villanueva, David DeCastro, and Marquise Pouncey, the quarterback of their offensive line, they should have said they're coming back and Ben's coming back or we're blowing the whole thing up. And the verb they need to use right now is they need to scour for the next quarterback. And here's what they should do, in my opinion. I would sign Cam Newton to a two-year deal because – they're not going to be able to draft a quarterback. There are no quarterbacks in next year's draft. And I would see what they have in Dwayne Haskins. Because should have signed Cam as soon as 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 soon as he got cut. Right. They should have signed Cam. Better late Cam. than right. never. Right. And look, their quarterback next year in all probabilities, either going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers. So what they need to do is give themselves the most leverage possible when they go into that negotiation and know what they have in Cam Noon, know what they have in Dwayne Haskins. That will give them the best chance to win because the problem they have is it's not unlike Tampa Bay. They have a championship defense, and they don't have a quarterback. So wouldn't it be great if in the Super Bowl, at the end of the 2022 season, we have Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay defense against Aaron Rodgers and the Steelers defense? Like To me, that would be a dream matchup. So to me, if you're going to be negotiating with both San Francisco and Green Bay for Rodgers and Garoppolo, give yourself the most leverage possible by either having Cam Newton or Dwayne Haskins in terms of an alternative because if not – you're starting literally from zero.
2: So, but when do you bring in Cam Newton? 10 minutes ago. So, what does he do for you? You're not going to remove Ben Roethlisberger at this point in time Why? because I just, first of all, I paid him money to come back. We already knew, like you said, Mike, it was probably not going to work out. We kind of knew that. They did it because they thought it was going to work out. Now you're asking them to admit the mistake that they made on their all-time historical franchise Hall of Fame quarterback. But they're they're going to let him ride out into the sunset and see if he can change things around over the next several weeks. Cam Newton's learning curve is so drastic right now
3: we're getting ready to be in the middle of the season. Right, but Keith, as an older player, guys, right, he's gonna get worse when it gets cold out. Like it's, it's gonna get worse. Like, so, like, why not bring in Cam who has a much higher ceiling? But You're talking not, about
4: letting him ride out to the sunset. You're taking him back to the pasture, man. Like he, he,
3: but he they not, he gonna, may not make it to
4: even get on the horse ski at yeah, this but rate. but not,
2: but you gotta think about these franchises and the owners and their style in which they do things. They're not gonna do that in Pittsburgh to
4: him. But they, they This gave, is not
2: Antonio Brown. We're talking about this I, is not Le'Veon Bell. We're talking about the, 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 the guy, right? But don't you I mean, think the
4: legacy move that they, hey, look, we did work out the contract for you to have a last hurrah. You have had your opportunity. Like, I'm not, just because you've had your opportunity doesn't mean I have to stay with you on this opportunity. Oh, I'm, not well, saying,
2: I, I'm not saying that it's right what they're doing. I'm just saying Andy. what I think they're going to Here's do. Here's the question, because
0: we all agree Roethlisberger's had it, and it was pretty obvious he had it last year. So why bring him back? Here's my question. Once in a while, there will be an athlete we know Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer, but we all saw the last dance, right? One of the gripes in the last dance is that that team, the Chicago Bulls, earned the right to see if they could do it again, to keep trying until they couldn't do it anymore. And I know Mike in sports a year too early instead of a year too late. However, sometimes there's a Kobe Bryant. He's done, but you got to bring him back. We're not going to be any good, but this is the end of Kobe. We ain't going to be good anyway right now. Derek Jeter, last season. They don't make the playoffs. He can't play shortstop anymore, but it's Derek Jeter. It's Kobe Bryant. Is Ben Roethlisberger, he's great, but is he Jeter or Kobe? Has he earned that?
3: No, and and look, nobody knows that more better than I do. I traded for Brett Favre. Like He should have retired a Packer. There are very few great endings in football, and Mike Tomlin's never had a losing record, and one of the many reasons is the standards are the standards. The best players play. And at some point, the rest of the team is gonna look at him and say, hey, you know what? Like, he's not giving us the best chance to win. And to me, like this is an opportunity for Mike Tomlin to continue to show his greatness and say, hey, you know what, Ben? You're an all-time great, but it's over.
2: But you know he's not gonna do that though. You just know they're not gonna, they're not I would I do it? I'd have signed Cam Newton before he went to the Patriots. Yeah, me too. If it was yeah. me. But they're not going to do that. On top of the Cam Newton situation. Is he vaccinated? He's not vaccinated. That's going to yeah, play a part yeah. in yep. everything yep. that they do. Can mm-hmm. they convince him if he's not? On top of that, let me ask you, Mike, because I don't know the answer you would know from a front office perspective. Is he eligible for a futures
3: deal, Cam Newton? At the end of the year, he can be, sure. You know, But uh, right now, if he would sign, he would be on an active roster. And, and, Key, you're making a great point. The vaccination issue is real, especially at the quarterback position. But you know, I would sit down with Cam and say, hey, like – Where are you with that? You know, we saw Andrew Wiggins of the Golden State Warriors change his mind. You know, so I would investigate that. Yeah. I would give Dwayne Haskins a lot more reps at practice, make it more competitive. And here's the other fundamental question, guys. Like, do you think at some point Ben says, hey, like, I don't want to embarrass myself anymore. Like, when it's fourth and three and you're checking the ball down behind the line of scrimmage, like, do you really want to have that on tape? I'll say
0: I always thought the way you guys are talking right now. And I, I did not like that Jeter started that last year for the Yankees, and I thought bringing Kobe back on that two-year $50 million deal was a mistake at the time. But when you look at certain franchises, the, the, <coughs> the storied historical fan- franchises, certainly that's the Yankees, certainly that's the Lakers, and certainly that's the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Genie Buss told me when they brought Kobe back that this is Kobe Bryant. We need to show the world how we treat our our own, yeah. and I thought at the time that sounded like an excuse and a rationalization. But you know what? LeBron came not long after. People looked at the way you, at the way an organization behaves, the Rooney family, you know, and the Steelers, the way they do business. Wait. I could see this as an example of, yup, we bit the bullet that one season. But that's Ben Roethlisberger, and we're the Pittsburgh Wait, hold Steelers.
3: On, Max. Let me ask you a question. So, if Aaron Rodgers was sitting here, and it's outcome- see you later, Ben. No, 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 and I'm saying, (laughs) and Aaron Rodgers is saying, like, I can either be a Bronco or a Steeler. You think it's outcome determinative that he wouldn't be a Steeler because Ben Roethlisberger got benched? I think Aaron Rodgers can make the best decision for him. No, I I don't think it's, I don't think it's that tit for tat. I don't think it's that kind of one to one
0: correspondence. I think there's a larger issue about the way certain franchises owned by certain families treat their favorite sons, you know? And I think that that's the one argument I can... Otherwise, I'm with you. That's the one argument I can make.
2: Everything points to somewhat when Max is saying, Mike, and you know this as well as anybody, the Rooney family has always been ahead of the curve on certain issues and things. Even if you go all the way back to the Antonio Brown situation with Ben Roethlisberger, how did they handle that? Whose side did they take? The organization took Ben Roethlisberger's side. Le'Veon Bell, they allowed him to leave... Antonio Brown, they moved on from him. This is what they do, except for Ben Roethlisberger. So in the end, it's like, okay, Ben's got, what, uh, 13, 12 more games, 13 more games to go, and then that's it. We're going to look to the future, whether it's Jimmy Garoppolo, much like you said, whether it's Cam Newton, whether it's it's Aaron Rodgers, if he decides that this is a better situation than Green Bay situation. But right now, what they ought to do is just let Ben just ride off into the sunset. How hard should the Steelers be hitting that panic button? That's what we're talking
0: about. We'll play to the max. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends, and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better dot com slash unsportsmanlike
3: for the ones who get it done Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer Call, click, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
0: We play this game on This Justin, fantastic new show on ESPN, 2 p.m. Sorry, yours truly. Zero 0.50 or to the max. What is our panic level for the following situations? Mike Tannenbaum, we will start with you, Mike Tomlin, and the Steelers. Are you zero 0.50 or to the max panic?
3: Max, 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 and max. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's over. It is over. You can honor him. You can celebrate him. But Ben Roethlisberger is no longer a competitive frontline quarterback. And what's scary, guys, get used to saying this. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, they're getting better. Pittsburgh doesn't have an answer at quarterback.
2: It's, it's to the max, like Mike is saying. There's no question on the Steelers and being Roethlisberger. It's not to the max on Coach Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin, if the Pittsburgh Steelers decide, oh, well, you know, we're
4: going to blow everything up, He'll be hired the next day. Yes, Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's to the max. I just would be shocked as much as we talk about the Rooney family doing, you know, what we deem them to do the right thing by Big Ben. I don't think that's the right thing, but Keith thinks that's what they're going to do. I have a hard time believing that Mike Tomlin is just going to sit there and continue to build a losing record when my man's never had a losing record as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This
0: Seals. is what's bizarre to me. My panic meter was all the way to the max last season when you saw what happened at the end of last season. They have no succession plan. Why haven't they really found their quarterback of the future who could it's now hard. be getting reps? It's hard. Yeah, you got to be able to make, to be willing to make sacrifices. Brian Flores and the Dolphins is your panic meter 0-50 or all the way to the max, Mike.
3: Ah, uh, 50. You know, it's still a young season. They got a good defense. Look, Tua's going to have to come back and play well. Like, he was a top pick last year. If he plays well, they'll have a chance to be in the playoff run. If he doesn't, it's going to be a long year. It's to the max as far as I'm concerned, because they're looking at
2: a guy that came out in the same draft and Justin Herbert, and they're sitting there kicking themselves and saying, well, how did we fall for that trick? Now, Justin Herbert is getting ready to lead his team potentially to a division title and a deep playoff run when you had an opportunity to take him. Now, here we are again on another one of Bill Belichick's assistant coaches. Get a few wins here and there, start to look a little bit good, and I know he's had quarterback issues, but is that really all on the quarterback or is it the way their system is being run uh, where you, you got two co-offensive coordinators and you got Charlie Fry as a quarterback coach communicating all three with the quarterback? Could
0: you imagine Justin Herbert with that Miami defense? Oh.
4: Finally, they got it right Whoa, after the all these years. Dan Marino. Years. Go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead, I think I think it's probably 50. I think losing Tua allows you some room to kind of clean up all the offensive coordinator issues. But I mean, just once again, I mean, injuries to Tua. Will Fuller, once again, injured. I mean <laughs> Fuller. He's, he's always injured, man. I feel for the guy, but so those injury concerns I think buy him time. Fast guys, I'm, that, I'm,
2: fast I'm, guys that can't catch. They I'm at a fifty <laughs>
0: because I have not given up on Tua if he's healthy, but I need to see him stay healthy and I need to see him he's like his brand is in trouble at the very least. The idea of him as a franchise quarterback is close to over. He's got to get healthy and he's got to start performing.
4: Their defense, though, man, they're giving up a lot of points per game. I'm just yeah. telling you, that I was a no name defense ahead. and he got a little lucky it's last it's year.
2: Early in Brian Flores' coaching career as a head coach, but here's another one of those assistants. Hmm. I'm just saying, here's another one.
0: All right, panic meter, 0.50 or to the max, all the way to the max, Matt Nagy and the Bears, Mike (laughs) Tenenbaum. Yeah, max,
3: Matt. Well, I actually technically had it incomplete. Who's calling the plays and who's the quarterback? But in all seriousness, I have concerns about Coach Nagy. I just think the way he's managed this has been awful. I would have said Justin Fields from day one, rep one, you're my quarterback. And never look back. And uh, until that happens, I'm, I'm max. Yeah,
2: I'm going to give him a 50 because I, I know Coach Speak. And, oh, Jay doesn't like that, but I like Coach Speak and I know what he's saying. Andy dogs our QB1. When he gets healthy, we got to assess it, we got to look at it, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, dog's healthy. Why don't you go get some more ice? Justin
4: Fields, you're the quarterback. Key yesterday on our phone call was like, man, I get this Matt Nagy keeps talking, this keeps bothering me. Now all of a sudden he's 50%. It's been to the max the whole time with Matt Nagy. It's been that way since last year.
0: I'm at a 50, and I will tell you why. Oh. Key pointed it out yesterday. Matt Nagy's record as a head coach. Better than Shanahan's. Don't, don't, it ain't that bad. Don't get confused like he by wins the numbers. more than you would expect for a guy who takes this much heat in the press. And also, I wouldn't start. I don't like starting rookie quarterbacks as, 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 as rookie quarterbacks, like especially early in the season. Too I'm old late. school that way. You mean like ones that take in the championship game? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because this craze to win on the rookie deal, when in fact, you, like last six, seven, eight Super Bowls, mostly it's been veteran quarterbacks, has gotten out of hand. I agree with the idea of it, but we're rushing so fast to get these rookies in there. I think it's detrimental to but their you gotta, development.
2: You gotta pay the rookie, regardless, though, Max. Yeah, because but you don't you're have not to pay- moving on from your quarterback that you deem as a franchise guy. Just yeah, yeah, but you while him. you
0: don't pay him a lot, that's when everyone thinks, oh, you got to make hay now. So nah, to speak. Make hay. All true. right, ready? We are talking about Andy Dalton, right? Joe just- Judge <laughs> and the Giants, zero fifty 50 or to the max panic meter. Mike Tenenbaum.
3: 50. Look, you got your quarterback at Daniel Jones. That was a huge win. Let's face it, for the franchise, it brought the nose down on Joe Judge. Now let's get a little bit more consistent on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively, there's a ton of weapons there, so I'm right down the middle on them. Here we go, 50
2: again. I'm agreeing with Mike. 50% here. Joe Judge was, you know, people was questioning him and Gettleman and Jason Garrett. They went into New Orleans and popped the New Orleans Saints, and so now you're like, oh, okay. But here's a, here we are again, another one of those Bill Belichick assistant
4: coaches. Here's another one. You see, I'll say to the max just because I think Dave Gettleman is to the max as well. And that's what makes it to the max for Joe Judge, because if a new GM comes in, maybe I don't like the way that you've managed things d- thus far. I want to implement a new style, a new system. That's why I think it's to the max.
0: See, that's a Giants fan. I'm a Giants fan. I'm to the max, and it has nothing to do with Joe Judge. It has to do with Dave Gettleman. This is year four, and I'm supposed to be, oh, I'm only on a 50, because they're one in three in year four? In- Get all the way out of town. And if you're going to show up in New York and you are from Boston, have the decency not to have a thick, terrible Boston accent like Mike Tannenbaum. He talks like a regular person. All right. Jeez. Feels like Zero 50 to or to the max panic meter. Mike Vrabel and the Titans, Mike Tannenbaum.
3: Uh, uh, we're getting close to 100 there. I'm going to give him a mulligan because no A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, and they almost tied the game. So... Um, I like Tennessee. I like where they're going. I like the program, but uh, losing to the Jets is not good. But if if they're healthy, I think they still win the South.
2: Yeah, I think I think if they're 100% healthy, bring in Julio Jones. We saw what he was able to do a week ago when he was healthy and they gave him the football. It's at 50, but here we are again. <laughs> Even though he's not a Bill Belichick assistant, he played for Bill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Any Bill I, Belichick tree yeah. I
4: just want to say something, and this is going to strike everybody and they should stop in their tracks. The Jets have given have been averaging seven points per game this season. They put up twenty-seven on the Titans! Twenty-seven points on the Titans. The Titans defense is a major, major issue. I know no AJ Brown. I know no Julio Jones. That's just
2: wow. What did I what did I say wow. yesterday to Rex Ryan? Here's another one of those defensive coaches that is supposed to be a defensive guru, and all of a sudden the worst part of their team is the defense. Yeah, the best should, part of their team is is the offense. That shouldn't happen,
0: although a coach, you mentioned the great Mike Tomlin. Sometimes the defense isn't as good as the offense. Sometimes, sometimes they're, they're playing matchups with wideouts running all over yeah, the but place. the like, defenses
2: you, have been pretty damn good.
0: But there have been years where they haven't been great. The point is a great head coach figures out ways to win. I'm 100 to the max on the Titans because the defense is that bad. I don't see how they're going to be a winning team with Mike the defense. Mike T, there. don't <laughs> let
4: the Jags get a win versus next
0: weekend. <laughs> Who is the best team in the NFL. By the way, we play, as I mentioned, 50 or to the max. Detroit Lions. To the max. On this just in. You know who's on that show? You Me. handsome. you 23. ESPN. 2 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Thank you for that, Key. I agree with that, as a matter of fact. Who is the best team in the NFL? That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Thank you, Mike Tannenbaum.
2: Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast.